y'all. Welcome back to Mouse Ears and Magical Chats. It's Mary Beth with Jenny and Jess. I'm really excited today because we're going to talk about the Disney dining plan. But first, we wanted to give you a little new news. One of them is that Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios, the show, it's coming back in 2024. And I know we were just talking about it and Jenny's excited. Very excited. I'm thinking they might, I'm wondering if they're going to use the um, typical uh, Ariel from the animation or if they're going to use the new live action Ariel. Because I know they're saying it's going to be a reimagined show. So I'm really kind of hoping that they bring some things in from the live action remake. Because the live action remake is actually my favorite remake they've done so far. The Little Mermaid is my favorite so far. I think they were very true to the story. They didn't stray too much from it. So I'm really excited for that. Anytime there's a live show in Disney, you can't go wrong. They're all so good. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I think, Jess, you were saying that you met the live action Ariel, right? Yeah, so we didn't meet her. I saw her at Disneyland in that classic Characters Wandering the Park. And she, there were just so many little kids around her and she looked amazing and the kids were super excited to meet her. And yeah, she just looked, she looked great. And the kids were really excited. I'm just very excited for Hollywood studios to have more things. That's for me, the park that I have the biggest challenges with when I go with a family and I just really struggle with how that park holds crowds. And so this will be, this will be very much a welcome addition when I get to go there, especially with my kids. I love the old Little Mermaid show. So yeah, I'm really I excited about this. I did. Any anytime the live actions at Hollywood Studios are are spectacular. The the Beauty and the Beast stage show too is is wonderful. Yeah. And they just they do it very well there. And if and if you have time to go see the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, like yeah. we love that. It my kids love that. And I remember seeing that when I was 11 years old when I went. Like, it, they have not changed that. That's still their kicking, too. So, yes. And as a kid, that probably looks amazing. The, the fire and the rolling boulder, that's perfect for a kid. It's a good reminder for me to add this to our uh, checklist of things to do when we're there in a few weeks. Because I do think my 8-year-old and my four-year-old, too, would love that. They, they don't oh, really yeah. know the stories, but the action and the stunts. You don't need oh. to know the story, really. Treat it like, like basically how they're filming, they're, that they're filming a movie and there's the director. And so they're treating it like a movie. So it's it's cool. And you see how they, the stuntmen do different stunts and things like that. Which reminds me, do you remember the old Backlot tour? Yeah. They used to have at Hollywood Studios. When Nick and I were there on our honeymoon, we were pulled. Do you remember how they used to do like the thing on the boat and they pretended before you actually went on the shuttle through the tour to all the backlot stuff and they would pick like four or five people out of the audience to like act it out and oh, Nick and I got picked for that. We were stars for a day at Hollywood Studios. So it funny. was MGM Studios then. But. Jenny, you're always a star. I, I feel like it. I feel like if you just tell yourself that you're a star of your own story, then just good things will come to you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Are, do you, Jess, do you have Frozen on your your list of things you're going to do? Oh, yeah. When I have a kid very much in her Frozen era. 
Well, that's awesome that they're in their Frozen era. I took my dad to see the Frozen show, and I don't think he was impressed at first. And then he found it hilarious. Yeah, the narrators, they're amazing. And it's so fun that it's a different show every time. I think that's the best part for the grown-ups. So the Frozen sing-along at Hollywood Studios, on the face of it, it seems like you're going to sing Frozen songs, which is maybe every parent's nightmare. But that show is not to be missed. There are two narrators at every show, and the cast members who are the performers in that show are fantastic and it's lots of comedy and every show is a little bit different it depends on the narrators you have and kind of what jokes they're telling that day it's a really good one totally go even if you're going as an adult you don't need to have a a frozen um fan kiddo with you to enjoy that one it's really great and they all have amazing voices Mm -hmm. it's like you're getting really high quality entertainment well, obviously it's Disney, so that's kind of a given phrase, but just some of the people that I've heard sing, like, ha- give me goosebumps. Like, they're so good. It, it, You really need to make sure you take the time to sit and do the live shows in the parks. This has me really excited for when this new Little Mermaid comes, or comes back, new, whatever it's going to be. I'm so excited to see it now. Uh, so let's see here now I wanted to to bring Jenny to the forefront with all of her travel agent guidance because the Disney Disney dining plan came out recently we haven't had it in a while and there's a lot to it and she's gonna explain all of it to us Uh, me and Jess are probably gonna ask her some questions that maybe y'all want to know but tell us about it So the dining plans are back. They've been gone since COVID hit us and a lot of the restaurants were operating at half capacity or closed. We're still waiting on a couple restaurants to still come back from the closures from COVID. Like we still don't have 1900 Park Fair. There's still a few, you know, on my list that I cannot wait for them to bring back. But I would say majority of them are now back and because they're back, they're able to run at full capacity. Disney has brought back the dining plans. So... This episode is dropping on Wednesday, and that's the day that they're coming back. And so they used to have three different tiers of dining plans. They're bringing back only two. There are some changes. So if you've used the dining plan in the past, don't be surprised. Some things are are going to be a little different. They're going to have the quick service dining plan, which is pretty standard. Um, It is for the quick service, anybody ages three to nine it's going to be $23.83 per night anyone ages 10 and up it's $57.01 per night of stay um so those are the prices per night with the quick service you're going to get two quick service meals per night of stay and one snack per night of stay so the difference there is one snack in the past the dining plans have always come with two snacks per night of stay. And so what that just means is two quick service per night of stay, one snack per night of stay. If you're staying five nights, you're going to have 10 quick service meals and five snacks. Okay. The quick service is going to be pretty much any, any food kiosk or place or restaurant that you're going to walk up and you do not need a reservation for. I usually explain it like, think of like a McDonald's, your fast food type things, but it's not all just burgers, hot dogs. Like you can go places and get 
ribs and seafood and all kinds of things at quick service. So you're going to be able to get your quick service kind of like combo meal. It'll come with a lot of food and then you get a beverage. If you are 21 years and older, it comes with an alcoholic beverage um, and or a specialty beverage. So that is actually a really nice, that was, they had introduced that back when we um, had the old dining plans too, but I'm glad they kept that. The difference is the one snack per night. Um, and the other thing people are always asking me before I get into the regular Disney dining plan is, okay, so if I'm staying five nights on the quick service dining plan, I have 10 quick service meals. What if I don't use two in a day? Do I lose it? And it's no, it's per night of stay, but that's just how they figure out your allotment. So the day you check in, even if you are going into the park before your room is ready, you can start using those credits. You will have 10 quick service credits and five snacks. You could use all 10 quick service meals and all five snacks on that first day. You could you could use one and then you would have nine left for the rest of the stay. So they don't expire. They expire midnight on the day you check out. So something really good to keep in mind. And then we also have the regular Disney dining plan, which includes table service meals. And that also does include character meals. So you're going to get with the regular Disney dining plan, one quick service meal allotment per night per person. And I did not clarify that when I was talking about the quick service, it's per person and everybody on your reservation has to match. So if you decide you're going with the Disney dining plan or the quick service plan, everybody has to have that same plan in your room if you're doing a package. And um, so the Disney dining plan, one quick service meal per person per night, one table service, you have five quick service and five table service to use during the duration of your stay and five snacks that's for a five night stay it would change depending on the amount of nights that you have the table service is going to come with your entree with your dessert and an alcoholic beverage for those of us that are 21 years and older or any type of specialty beverage the regular disney dining plan prices are 94 dollars 28 for anyone ages 10 and up Ages three to nine, $29.69 per person per night of stay. If you are two years and younger, you are just welcome to have your child eat off your plate. You can bring in food into the restaurant. If it's a buffet, they're welcome to eat off the buffet for free. They're not going to charge you for a child that age. If a child is 10, they can order off the adult menu. And if they're three to nine, they're, they're going to want your kid to order off the ch children's menu. But at a buffet, it, it, that wouldn't matter as well. So you still do get that alcoholic beverage. If you go to a buffet, it's still you get the buffet plus the alcoholic beverage. Um, if it's a regular sit down, you get your entree, your dessert and your alcoholic or specialty beverage. They do have a lot of really great mocktails. So if you are not a drinker but like to have a little bit of variety with your drinks, there's lots of great mocktails. And I recommend the Glowing Ice Cube. Anytime they sell a drink with a Glowing Ice Cube, get it. They're awesome. It just seems very magical. Do you guys like the Glowing Ice Cube drinks? Yes. Like, you know the ones I'm talking about. Every Disney restaurant has them. They're amazing. So fun. I like to get the ones with the little clip-on Buzz Lightyear. That's oh, really yeah. my speed. Or the Tinkerbell, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the dining plan's great. I the thing about it that has been I'm really excited it's back. The thing that's been awesome for our family in the past when we've used it is it really makes it so Disney is an all-inclusive 
vacation and Mm -hmm. you don't have to be thinking about money. I mean, on our first episode, I talked about how much I think about budgeting and how to save money. And your mileage may vary depending on how your family uses the dining plan as to whether you save money and you certainly can. Um, There's a lot of science to it and a lot of art, but uh, it definitely turns your trip into an all-inclusive feeling, which a lot of people find a lot more relaxing than constantly pulling out a credit card for meals all day long. So that's what we've really loved about it. Um, it's nice to know that you've paid for, obviously, your transportation, your room, your tickets, and all your food before you even get there. And the one piece about it that isn't included that just to flag so they're not surprises and There's a lot of information Jenny always shares and lots of information online about the dining plan, but um, gratuities, so your tips for your table service meals are not included in that dollar amount Mm -mm. that Jenny was just talking about. So that is additional for most meals. There are a few where that's a little bit different, but in general, you still do have to plan to be ready to pay uh, your gratuity when you are at a table service restaurant. And so you can do that you know, with a credit card, with your cash, um, all that good stuff. And also with those Disney gift cards that I'm going to help you find discounts on leading <laughs> up to your trip so you can save a little bit of money. But yeah, the dining plan's awesome. I'm glad it's back. It's another thing that sort of is, um, it's a good option for people who want to plan ahead and really have a locked in budget. Yeah, definitely. And um, I work with a lot of big families, so I'll have multiple rooms go. So you're talking sometimes 10, 12 people. Just keep in mind, too, parties of six or more, it's going to be a mandatory built-in 18% gratuity. You can always give more, but just so you're aware of that as well, that's a really good point with the with the gratuity not being included. And if you have your mad, if you have done your online check-in and have a credit card and do charging privileges, you don't have to carry the cash around with you mm-hmm. either. You can actually scan your magic band and um, put your pin in that you develop at check-in and just charge all your gratuities back to your room, the credit card that you have on file with your room, which makes it super convenient because you don't have to bring in any credit cards with you at all. And if you do choose to travel and use the dining plan, obviously you can always buy more food or, you know, you can always make a dining reservation or go to a quick service restaurant and just pay out of pocket or pay with your credit card or pay, you know, with your Disney gift cards. You don't have to, it doesn't lock you into the only thing you get to eat. The whole trip is no dining and, plan credits. And I did forget to mention any dining plan you get is going to come with a resort refillable mug. So you do get that as well. And those are really, so the thing that gets confusing with those is those are not good in the parks, in the theme parks, you can't use them. I mean, you can, you can bring them, you can refill them with water, things like that, but they're at the resort, but you can get coffee, juice, soda, tea. They're really nice when you're hanging out by the pool because they're going to have like a free refill um, station right out by the pool or at your hotel's quick service um, restaurant. So you can just go in and refill your mugs. Those are really nice. They did um, bring back, they took the handles away for a while, but now they brought the handles back. So you could literally carry like five mugs in one hand now by just holding the handle. So, and they're really good. And then they're a nice keepsake when you come home. Um, And they're always, they always have different colored tops. So if there's like five or six of you you can get each kid a different color. So they're not fighting over that as well. Um, So, yeah, you get the resort refillable mugs. And remember, everything is good from the day, the morning you get there, even if your room's not ready, till midnight at 
checkout. And I often will save a snack credit. So you get those snack credits. That's usually anything five to seven dollars. Some people can make a full meal out of a snack credit, even at Epcot where there's all the food booths and things like that. But um, if anything my kids want is like two dollars, three dollars, I usually will pay cash for that and save the snack credit for like a big milkshake that's seven or eight bucks or or of the big Mickey Mickey pretzels or something that is a little more hearty. So you can kind of keep that in mind. You'll know if it's a snack credit because there's going to be a white and purple square next to it on the menu wherever you go. And you'll know that that means you can redeem a snack credit for that. So we love our snack credits. Um, We always end up with some left over. I'm wondering now if we won't that it's just one per night, but they do come in handy. Oh, and if you have little kids, my biggest tip is some of whenever you order like an ice cream or a milkshake, they you get a lot. It's a lot, big portions. And so you can always use one snack credit, but ask for an empty cup and spoon and split it between your two kids so that you're not wasting a lot of food too. So share and then if you need more you can always go up and get more like also the the cinnamon rolls at Gaston's Tavern are huge and my family of five we usually only need two and it's like a perfect little snack and satisfying so you don't have to each use a snack credit I always say start low you can always get more as well that's awesome information I was wondering about for the standard dining plan Mm-hmm. Um, using the credit, can you use it at any restaurant? Or I know in the past you had to use like two credits for some restaurants. Yeah, so there are some specialty or signature dining that you would use two table service credits for. The big ones that most people go for are Cinderella's Royal Table. in the That's the castle, Cinderella's Castle at the Magic Kingdom. Be our guest. Um, but you're going to have a more immersive experience like at Cinderella's Royal Table you have. The princesses that are going to come table to table at Be Our Guest, you're going to have just, I mean, I don't know if anyone's been in there. It's gorgeous. It's like you're right in the movie. But then there are also like, so at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's Jico. That's going to be two dining service credits. On the boardwalk, Flying Fish, that's two table service credits. Um, there's a lot that are two. My, one of my favorites is Citrico's and Narcoosie's at Grand Floridian. Those are two table service credits. Acker Shoes and La Cellier at Epcot at Hollywood Studios. I think the only one at Hollywood Studios is the Hollywood Brown Derby. Um, and at Animal Kingdom Park is Tiffin's, but a lot of the deluxe resorts have signature restaurants. Oh, the Yachtsman. If you love a good steak, go to the Yachtsman at the Yacht Club. That's great, but that's two table service. And you don't have to have a dining plan to go and eat at these places. The only reason you need a dining plan is prepaying. Like when Jess was saying earlier, it makes it feel all-inclusive. My husband stresses about money. He gets on vacation and every time he's pulling out his credit card, it makes it less enjoyable for him. So I've always done the math when we've gotten the dining plan and we either break even or we'll save about a hundred bucks. So it's not a huge amount of money you're going to save, but it's that just relaxing. It's taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. All inclusive type of feeling. We still, we always get a popcorn bucket because those are cheap refills. Um, Things like that. But yeah, there's some. Oh, Storybook Dining at Artist Point used to be one table service credit. Now that is two table service credits. So I think those are the only um, 
character dining that are going to be two table service credits. But another thing going back to the credits is if you are at a moderate or a value resort, most of the quick service locations at moderates and values have where you can um, redeem two quick service credits and get a large pizza with two beverages as well. So if you, if it's you two adults and like two little kids, you could use two quick service credits and feed your family a four, a large pizza and just eat in the room one night or take it by the pool and, and eat by the pool and have a nice relaxing dinner by the pool. So there's lots of different ways you can use your credits and, uh, kind of take use the make them for the best value get get your money's worth with your credits now in the past they've let you switch credits around they've been very lax about it like for example you could take a table service i believe and get two quick service credits or combine quick service to get or take a quick service and get two snacks instead disney is now saying that they're not allowing that anymore that they're strictly nope if you have quick service it's only for quick service Snack credit for snack, table service for table service. They're not allowing that switching up anymore. We'll see how that goes. It, it used to always be at the discretion of of the servers at the restaurant if, if they would let you do it. Disney saying no, not anymore. But we'll see because sometimes they put these policies in place and then they're very loosely followed. So that'll be something that I'll be keeping an eye on as the dining plan starts to get used this week and we'll see if people are getting any success with trying to switch those up okay and then so you buy the disney dining plan you're ready to go how how is it physically with you do they give you tickets is it on your magic band how do you keep track of it so it's like the internet nobody really knows where it is That's awesome. But so no, you just keep track on your app. Every time you order food too, they're gonna print you out a receipt. And and every time you use your dining plan, they're gonna print you out a receipt and it's gonna tell you your credit allotments on the back. But right through your My Disney Experience app, you're gonna be able to keep track of that. I do say keep an eye on it. Disney's great, but every once in a while there might be a discrepancy that you don't agree with. Just take it right to your front desk at your hotel or guest services and they'll fix it for you. So, you know, just kind of, I would just kind of, when you're in bed at night, check, make sure your accounts are right. Um, and if you ever have a discrepancy that Disney's not going to fight you, they're wonderful guests, guests relations and guest services at Disney is second to none. And if you go to them with an issue like that, they're going to just fix it right away. So keep an eye on that as well. Okay. And then I just feel like I have all the questions for you because I have never used the dining plan. Um, so are there hours for use? Like, are you, can you use a, like, um, a regular restaurant credit in the morning or in the evening? Yeah. So that actually, that's another question my clients come with a lot. So they think they have to have a table service restaurant for dinner and that's not necessarily true. It depends on the restaurant. So like, for example, Crystal Palace at the Magic Kingdom, that's a breakfast buffet, a lunch buffet, a dinner buffet. That's one table service credit, whether you go for breakfast, lunch or dinner. So it's the restaurant, not the time of day. Um, If it's a quick service restaurant and a good way to do is to play around on the app and go to dining. And you can actually view all the menus right on the app. So, like, one of my favorite things to do before I go to bed, which is <laughs> say it's sad or say it's cool. I don't care. But I go and look 
through the menus and decide what I'm going to order. So it's just fun for me. Um, so Girl, you can everyone see all does the apps. That. Everyone does that. Come yes, on. it's so fun. And um, another thing, too, to keep in mind, just because we're in the dining sphere, doesn't necessarily have to do with the dining plan. But you can mobile order your food at any quick service restaurant. So the little plus button at the bottom of your app, you touch it order food it'll bring up whatever park you're in with the restaurant the quick service restaurants available to order food at you click it you can literally build your see the menu you put everything in and then you check out and you can use your dining plan actually so you can use your quick service credits to order food into your mobile order i like to if we're waiting in line for a ride we like to get all of our order in, get it set to go. I pass the phone around. The family puts in what they want. I check out. Then when we're off the ride and heading to the quick service location, I hit, I'm here, prepare my order. Even if I'm a few minutes away while we're walking, this they start making your order. And then it'll buzz through on your app and say, your food, you can go up, walk up to window. So it's kind of like a fast pass for your food. So if you're going to eat quick service, use the mobile ordering. You can go into the mobile ordering location, find a seat sit and then you just walk up and grab your food when it's ready it's super easy and you can redeem you can either pay cash if you're not using a dining plan or redeem your credits that way as well jenny so when we're looking at going to epcot and the festival foods how do you apply the the dining plan there so most of festival foods are going to be usually snack credits so they're all small plates so nothing's like a huge meal at those booths, so 90% of them are all going to take a dining, uh, a um, quick uh, snack credit. So it's fun to like kind of, if you know you're going to spend an evening in Epcot, maybe save up all your credits for that night and just go through and use your, your snack credits at the food booths as well. And another thing I did want to bring up while we're waiting for Jess to come back is I didn't know this. But you can actually get private in-room dining at the Grand Floridian um, for two table service credits. Uh, And you get an entree, a dessert, and your beverage. And also, your dining credits, your table service credits, are good for dining packages as well. Like, for example, one of the amazing live shows, like we were talking about earlier, is Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. They have a dining package where if you book at certain restaurants, you get a special spot to sit. There's a section for the dining package people at the show. So you don't have to wait in line to get a really good seat. You can show up maybe 15 to 20 minutes before and you have a section where you're guaranteed a spot. Um, So the Fantasmic Dining and the Disney on Broadway concert series at Epcot, which is actually going to be happening um, soon at Festival of the Arts. There's some Broadway people on there. You can do the dining package. Use your dining credits from the dining plan and then also eat at the restaurant you wanted and get a nice seat at one of those live shows. That's perfect. Hey, Jess, how does it work for DVC members? Yeah, so with DVC, uh, you can still choose to use the dining plan. You can call member services and they'll add it for you. Or I'm assuming if you are working with a travel agent, your travel agent can add that for you. Um, And then from there, once it's added and, you know, tied to your reservation, it works the same as all the other guests, even when you're staying on point. So that's totally something you can do. And uh, yeah, and it's a great option. Um, and also with mobile order, 
your DVC discount will be applied in most cases. And, you know, like Jenny was saying, keep an eye on things and just check. But um, my DVC. Oh, my God, guys, that's wrong. That's Disneyland. You're gonna have to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> AP discount is automatic in the app. Let me change what I was saying. Your AP discount, if you have an AP, that's automatically applied. So, okay. Yeah, dining plan. And also with mobile order, um, your your DVC discount is mostly good at table service restaurants at Walt Disney World. So there really aren't too many quick service restaurants where you have a DVC discount. So you may choose to DVC members take a look at the list on the website of where the current discounts are. And if there's a quick service restaurant you're going to that does have a DVC discount at that time, you may want to just go ahead and order in line. So you get that discount. You can kind of make a call about if that's worth it to you to skip the mobile order and wait in the physical line or not. But um, when you do the dining plan, you can't add the DVC discount. So you're paying mm. the dining plan price uh, that Jenny ran through that you can find on the Disney website um, and your DVC discount, you know, you can't stack those things. So you're sort of choosing uh, that all-inclusive feel and that style. And you may save, you know, depending on how your family uses the dining plan, you may still save, you know, you may realize that same savings. But if you're an annual pass holder with mobile order, uh, in the past, I don't have an annual pass right now, but in the past when I've had an annual pass, when you're mobile ordering at a location that has an annual pass discount, that is automatically applied in the my Disney Experience app. So that's a pretty convenient, um, I'm all about the savings. So that's a pretty convenient uh, thing they have built in. Nice. I feel like I have a couple more questions for you, Jenny. It hit me with them because... This is really important because this is probably after I get a client qualified and in the resort that kind of matches their family's needs. The thing besides Genie Plus that we talk about the most is the dining. And so any questions you have, because I want my clients to be able to listen to this podcast and hopefully get a general education and just kind of know that also the dining plan is not for everybody. And I always say we can, you can always add it on up to like three days before you check in. So I always say, let's talk about your dining about two weeks before your dining day comes up, which is 60 days before check-in. We can make your dining for the, your whole stay. So that 60 days from your first day plus 10, which is a perk of staying at a Disney resort, because if you're off, you have to make it 60 days per day. So you can't make it for your whole trip. But I always say, let's make as many dining reservations as you want to begin with. I'll do the math for you. I'll fig I'll look at the two dining plans. I'll look at approximately what you might pay at these restaurants, talk to you about how your family eats. And I will be honest with you. And I've told people, you are going to waste money getting a dining plan. Or I think you're more suited for the quick service because you're going to get a lot more flexibility based on what you're telling me what your family wants to do. So the struggle is also deciding which one you want, but that's something that can be an ongoing conversation and can change and be very fluid. So even if you get one, don't get one, we can change it. We can take it off. You know, we'll make sure you have the right plan or not any plan at all, whatever's best for your family um, before you go. Uh, Jenny, you just made my day. So my dad will be listening to this. I'm sure. So <laughs> 
dad, we are going to look at our plans and we are giving them to Jenny and she's going to do the math. Yeah, I'll do the math. I love it. I'm always looking at the menus. And when you look at the menus on the app, it also has the prices. Now, they're always subject to change until you're in the park, but it gives you a really good idea of what you might be spending. So perfect. It's fun, too. That part's really fun. (laughs) I love picking out food. That's for sure. It is. But then, like, then you get hungry and then it's 10 o'clock and I'm at my fridge and it's not Disney food. It's just regular boring food and I'm eating it. But whatever, <laughs> whatever it takes yeah. to, to make you cope till the next Disney trip. <laughs> uh, so I definitely like to drink at Disney. And you mentioned that these packages now include an alcoholic drink. Is it just, mm-hmm. was it the standard and the quick service or just the standard? Both. Okay. Yep, so with both each meal. Yep. A drink. And is there a price range associated with that drink? um no not really it's pretty much a beer cocktails whatever's on the menu usually there sometimes will be specialty ones that they're like well this is an additional fee but they're, they're very more limited you you have a good variety and another good tip that my husband does is if we're at so we will instacart some food to our resort just to have a few snacks on hand and my husband usually will instacart a case of beer or something he likes to drink by the pool so if we are at our resort or a rest or at our resort and having a resort day and he gets a quick service he'll get an alcoholic beverage but then he can put it in the fridge for later um if he feels like drinking water at that time too so like then way he can have that beer for later sitting by the pool or when the lights go down and he just wants to sit and enjoy the Florida, you know, summer night, he'll have that alcoholic beverage. So remember when you're eating at your resort, you also have your resort refillable mug. So you can have a free beverage with your resort refillable mug and then take a bottle of water, take a soda, take something because you, you have that resort refillable mug, but you also still get a beverage with your quick service meal. So make sure you take it and you can save it for later or bring it into the park with you or whatever. I love this. So what you're telling me is I can go to Mexico, go buy some tacos and a margarita. Yep. With this plan. Yep. If you're at a quick service location. Yep. Perfect. You can't get it. It doesn't, it's not like you can go up to a, like one of the drink kiosks and just get the alcohol. It has to be like as that meal package. Yep. But yeah, I drink a lot when I'm on there on the dining plan (laughs) (laughs) try lots of different things but again like if so like if your kids are getting a quick service meal at your hotel have them fill their mug up their refillable mug because you get coffee juice soda tea and grab a bottle of soda bottle of juice a bottle of water get yourself they at the at the at your hotel they'll have the mini single serving um portions of wine you can grab them and put them in your thing to have later in the evening if you're eating lunch or breakfast using your quick service. Get the alcohol. That's more money. So if you're going to drink it, it, you're getting a better value and use your mug for that meal. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So fun. I love hearing. And this is the other thing that I state all the time. Like people think I know everything about Disney and there's, I will tell you, there is no way not one person can ever know everything because there's just too much. And I've done a lot, but I haven't done everything. And I rely on people's tips. So I'm always like, these are things that I've either figured out myself or people have shared with me. So 
you know, if anybody else is listening and knows something I don't, feel free to message me because I always want to hear your thoughts. People get really creative with their dining plans. I would love for you guys to, to message us on Instagram or we have a, a post right now about the Disney dining plan. I would love to hear your tips on that. <laughs> It's been a while since we used the dining plan. It's been a few years um, because it's been gone for a few years. And I am just curious, like, as it plays out, I'm going to be following kind of seeing how people are optimizing it. That's always a fun Mm -hmm. thing for me to sort of keep track of, like, where people are finding. They're always, like, hidden. The loopholes. Yeah. And and just, like, hidden, like, extra value where people Mm -hmm. are finding, like, wow, I use a dining plan at this restaurant and if we had paid out of pocket, it would have been X and we, we like just got so much, we, you know, got our whole value for the day just from this one meal. Um, I love to hear about like the really excellent snacks that are amazing value. Like you were talking about Jenny, just all that stuff is super fun. And if you have a trip that is really character dining heavy in the past, I know that used to be a really great way to use your dining plan. And so I'm curious, I'll be curious to see if that holds true still. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I think this week is going to be eye opening and I think we might see a little hiccups um, because it's being rolled out. It's, it's practically almost brand new again. So I think they'll need a little time to kind of get back in the groove, but I'm really glad it's back. And if anyone is really wanting to try the dining plan, they're offering a free, here's the travel agent plug. They're offering a free dining plan right now for Disney plus subscribers. If you travel for most nights, um, July 3rd through September 30th, check in most nights. Now the thing to remember with promos, they're not blanket. Disney releases like so many at this resort for this dates for this room category and not that room category or whatever. So it's not automatic, but that's something we can help you look for and do. So if you stay moderate or deluxe and you have a park hopper ticket, you get a free quick service dining plan. If you stay at a deluxe or I'm sorry, if you stay, did I say value or moderate? You get the free quick service. If you stay deluxe, you get the free regular Disney dining plan. If you do stay moderate or value, you can pay the difference from that quick service to upgrade to that regular Disney dining plan. Um, If you choose to travel through those dates and you're a Disney Plus member, there are a few exclusions, of course. But, um, you know, if you want some help with that, definitely reach out to me, Jenny.Damiani at LitoriniTravel.com. And I can help you search for a good fit for your family and resort dining plan and ticket package. And that will be in the show notes as well. So if you want to oh, get perfect. Jenny for anything, definitely check out the show notes. Yay. Yeah. All right, ladies. I think that wraps it up for today. Uh, next time that you hear from us, we're going to be talking about the International Festival of the Arts in Epcot. And Jess is taking a really epic trip with I think 10 people. So we're going to talk about her planning process for that trip. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.